Hey everybody, Hate Mail here. Just wanted to give you a quick update. We are going to be airing, well at least for this episode, that I was a guest on Bizarro Style's YouTube channel. And we offered to him, whenever he wants to post some videos, to our audio-only listening. So this will not be posted on our YouTube channel. But for our audio-only listeners who just don't have the time to listen to YouTube, I struggle with that myself. So I unfortunately don't always catch all of Bizarro's and 2 Tron's videos. Because YouTube does not let you just play while you're on the go in your vehicles easily. So anyway, um, for those of you that only listen via podcast, uh, this is an episode that will be aired, and he may air some other ones in the future. So if you see them on our feed, that's why you're seeing his episodes. He does great work, and um, make sure you check out his YouTube page and his patron page. The links will be in the show notes. So with that, here is Bizarro Style. Unwelcome to another terrible episode of Bizarro Style. I am Bizarro, and I have a special guest with me today to continue on the Synergy series, uh, where we'll be talking about team leaders. So with me today is the infamous Hate Mail. So What's up, hello. everybody? Thanks for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Problem. I really like what you've been doing. This is a really good show, so I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I had been wanting to ask you to do something for a while, and I thought the team leaders show would be a good one for us to talk about because um, I feel like synergy starts with team leaders, and so I'll include this as part of the synergy series. But um, the first thing I wanted to do is get my listeners, would probably overlap a lot with your listeners, um, to get to know you a little bit for those that are not familiar, do you want to plug your show slash shows, uh, that you have? Well, if anybody hasn't, isn't aware of us, we do WRL broadcast, which we've been doing a podcast and it's podcast, YouTube channel, anywhere podcasts are found all about DC legends. We've been doing it for about, actually, we just went over two years, not too long ago. You guys are up way over so. 2000 subscribers, right? I think we're right around 2000 and then on the audio version we have it's hard to tell exactly how many but there's quite a few on the audio only we get I think a little more on that than we do YouTube now well as I was telling you before we started recording um, you know you guys were obviously the impetus and inspiration for me to do my own show I liked what you were doing I wanted to do some different content so I, I appreciate you guys putting it out uh, I know you said it's a lot of hard work, and I'm realizing that myself now, so I thank you guys for that. Um, it's uh, yeah, definitely a little more work than people realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I never knew editing took so much. My brother does it out in uh, L.A. for Netflix and Hulu, and I have a newfound respect for what he does. Um, so are you, are you an original DC Legends player? Did you start from the beginning? It was within the first two or three weeks of it releasing, and I found it by accident. And it had just, I think it was one of those apps, you know, when you're on your phone, it shows recommended game. So I'd spotted it because I'd gotten, I'd been always in the comic books when I was younger and, you know, more into Marvel. And then when I started kind of getting back into comics, I got real into DC and I'd been playing, or I'd been reading the comics for uh, pretty heavy. It got back into it big time for about a, maybe six months to a year and then all of a sudden um i th- that app just spot i spotted and then i decided i wanted to um 
try it out and I got hooked immediately with it being turn-based. Yeah. I didn't think I would like it with it being turn-based, but I really did. And I, you know, I, in terms of comics, I just recently discovered the DC, uh, universe, uh, the $6 a month. And it basically gives you access to almost every comic book they have. You want to talk about reading a lot of comic books lately. Um, so I don't know if the app, but yeah, I bought it for the TV shows and everything. Oh, right. yeah, because I love, I mean, I love Titans. I love um, I love a bunch of the shows on there. But I don't like reading comics on the app, but it's so much cheaper. And I've been spending so much money on comic books that I told myself a while ago because I'm like so behind. I have 8,000 comic books to read that <laughs> I think I'm like barely in whatever past rebirth is the one after that one. I'm like barely into it. We're oh, metal. I'm in the middle of metal where I just finished reading. It's how far behind I am. Are you talking about New 52? Oh, it's past that. Past Rebirth. and Oh, like oh okay. Gotcha. Level. Past it. Not not backwards. Gotcha. Yeah. I but really like New like 52. Two years behind. I might be one of the few, but I really like New 52. It felt more adult to me. I did too, actually. And especially Hal Jordan. <clears throat> I loved Green Lantern series in New 52. Yeah, I really liked the uh, Justice League series, especially the one with the... The Trinity War and um, going into Forever Evil and all that. I really loved that storyline. There's a lot of good stuff in New 52. I don't know why people crap all over it. I'm sure if Joker hears this, his blood's going to boil. But So we were talking about the podcast. What, what, what was the impetus for you to start the podcast? Oh, as many of you may know, at the time, um, we had started listening to a podcast from, um, it was The Oddsman. And that was a uh, DPs and Doombox and Ogre, and they um, they had started the podcast, and then I was listening to it, and I was like, oh man, that sounds like a good idea. And my buddy Joe, who is Slow Beast, those of you that may remember him, he uh, he heard it, and he's like, oh, we could do a podcast, we should do one, because we were real into this game together too. Right. And um, at the time, I had was going through cancer and wasn't working, so I had a lot of free time, and so we started doing that podcast together and we we had just such a good time making it and i spent forever editing actually he did the audio editing i did the video part so that was that was really nice because i didn't have to do that at the time right and we just started doing it and really enjoyed doing it and made it consistent and it just kind of took off from there at the time it was called we are legends before we merged with the oddsman so does your wife hate the show um yeah pretty much (laughs) 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 <laughs> takes all your time away from her yeah the other day i could tell she was annoyed because we did like three or four recordings back to back and then it went late and then i was doing tons of editing and then it was i think saturday is like her day so i'm not allowed like i use, i never do recordings on saturday even though it seems to be when everybody's free to do recordings and then um there was football that day at the same time and then i edited the podcast for like five hours in the morning because it was the tier list and that one takes horrifically long periods of time to edit so yeah, I was. She was not a happy camper. <laughs> so. One day when you're rich and famous, she'll she won't mind so much. Yeah, she's she's like <laughs> she's like hey, you're losing money on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the joys of being single for me, but um, also loses some benefits. Um, so do you <laughs> do you have a favorite character in the game? Um, I would say. I'm really partial to Killer Frost. 
I really just, as a character, for some reason, I find her to be one of those characters I try to shoehorn in, even though, I mean, she's a she's a really good character, but she just doesn't fit on every team. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, and that changes frequently, lately, Connor Kent's been one of my favorite characters, which I, I really didn't like him for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then I think Daddy is going to be my new favorite character, potentially. I really, really like Kyle Rayner. Oh, really? It just I haven't played him, but just what I've seen of him, I think he's yeah, a lot. I'm not control. a fan of Enrage kits, so I'm not sure if if I'll be on that train. But you know, I'm always open to every character. Wasn't either, but with Saint Walker, and then I've warmed up to Yellow Lantern Sinestro a lot recently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've been using him more as a control character and not trying to just AOE and Enrage. I've been mixing him with stuns, which I really like. Stun teams, stun comps. That's kind of been my thing for a while now, and. um he kind of fits into that, so I'm liking him a lot. And then Saint Walker, with his enrage, there is stuns from enraged characters. I think there's there's going to be a lot of fun synergies to be had there. Yeah, you know, one thing I always wondered about Killer Frost is she has a move that says something like it does 15% of max health or something, but it doesn't seem to work against the um, uh, raid bosses in that way. I wonder no, if that's it doesn't. intentional. Yeah, I think they do that intentionally so that she's not overpowered. There, with the raid bosses, it seems like the rules are so different. That diff- characters that you normally wouldn't think of are great, and then characters that you normally use in matches are terrible. So yeah. it's really a whole different game. Which kind of, I mean, I like that because it does keep it interesting. You're not just, hey, look, let me bust out the same meta characters I use in every match. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel the same way. I had a lot of fun. I, I remember uh, the first time I came on your show, I had figured out that I could run Reverse Flash by himself against the physical uh, raid boss. And that was one of the ones that, that was really fun to figure out. And that's what I like about doing the raids. So. Yeah, they, they, get, they get grindy and towards the end of them, you're like, oh God, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I still playing this? But... I, I've come to enjoy them, and I come to especially like now that we've had such a you know long period of time without having one. I'm really looking forward to the next one. Yeah, me too. Um, the only, the only thing I dread about raids is I always have at least one night when I sleep, and my whole night of sleep is fighting raid bosses in my sleep, just repeating in my head. <laughs> yeah. So, well, should we talk about team leaders? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. So the first thing I always like to do for my audience is to list all of the, whether we're talking about stun characters or shield characters, whatever it is, I always like to list the characters first so that the audience knows uh, who to look for in their rosters. Uh, So I figured we could just, you know, I can start with the energy leaders and then you can maybe hit the physical ones and then we can do the mystical ones. Um, So the... Basically, have them in alphabetical order. For energy leaders, you've got Brainiac, Captain Cold, Cyborg, Cyborg Superman, Gorilla Grodd, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz, Lex Luthor, Survival Suit, Martian Manhunter, Medphil, Steppenwolf, Superman, and Zod. You want to cover the... Well, why don't you hit the mystical ones, because the list actually goes to mystical next. Sure. And then we have, for mysticals, we have Ares, Cheetah, Constantine, Dr. Fate, Enchantress, 
Hippolyta, Hippolyta, however the heck you pronounce that, Katana, Rasagul, Saint Walker, Vixen, White Lantern, Sinestro, Wonder Woman, DOJ, Defender of Justice, Wonder Woman, Pot, Princess of Themyscira. <laughs> <laughs> Might have pronounced that right. That time, yeah. I'm not sure. Zatanna is the last one. Yeah, there's also uh, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, got run onto the other page. Um, uh, yeah, so oh, those are the mystical him. ones, and then the the physical leaders are Atrocitus. Batgirl, Batman, World's Greatest Detective, Black Canary, Deadshot, Green Arrow, Emerald Archer, Joker Damaged Goods, Nightwing, Red Hood, Robin, and Suicide Squad, Deadshot. And, you know, one of the things that you and I were talking about is how, you know, when I made this list, we were both surprised how many leaders there are in the game. There are 39 leaders in the game. I was really shocked by that, and what's sad is that so few of them are actually used. Yep. I mean, that's roughly a third of the roster at 39, being team leaders. And I was just shocked, because I, I really thought there were very few. There's, there's a lot more than I realized. I mean, I knew, like, when you look at a character, you're like, oh, they have a team lead. But a huge chunk of these, you just completely dismiss their team lead yeah. almost every time. I mean, it's like you said, some of them are never used, so you, you forget that they're even there. Um, in fact, you know, one of the things I mentioned, and we won't get into this too much, but is there used to be more team leaders in this, but some of the team leaders, like Supergirl would be an example, where they used to be a team leader, but their uh, ability was just converted to a, a regular passive ability that, or ability that helps their team. Uh, so it used to be I think more. It's smart for a lot of these. I mean, I'm looking at a lot of these. A lot of these should have it now, even. What do you mean? It should just be baked into their passive instead of having to be a team leader. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If if you had to say which of the affinities has the weakest set of team leaders, what would you say is the weakest affinity? It's tough. I would probably say Mystic. I agree. Um, that's hard, though, because they do have a couple really good ones. White Lantern Sinestro is really good. Constantine's really good. Saint Walker is really good. And Pot is pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I, I, would say maybe. I, I agree with you, though. I thought overall it's probably the weakest. Uh, I see the fewest of the of the characters used in PvP. I didn't count them, but it looks like physicals have the least amount of leaders, even though they have the most characters. Yeah, I think that's right. Let's see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven physicals. So you figure if there's twenty-eight left among the other two, it has to be the the fewest. It does seem pretty evenly split though, because there's three or four, three really good, and then like one not so good in each. Yeah. <clears throat> Affinity. Well, why don't we talk about who we think are the best leaders by affinity? And the one thing I would caution the audience, uh, so we're recording this in January of 2020, and obviously who's the best is going to change over time as the game changes. So we're really talking about who we think is the best as of now. Um, and I think we can just go by affinity. And what I've suggested is we just do our two best and then a, and a runner-up if we want to do a runner-up. Um, why don't we start with energy and who you think are the best right now uh, energy leaders? Um, I would say it's a toss-up between Lex 
suicide or survival suit and Hal Jordan as the two best energy runner-up. Kage and uh, Doombox and I have been arguing about this endlessly. They don't like him at all, but I personally think Brainiac is next on the energy characters. Those are good choices. I, I actually. So there have... is a. Sorry, go ahead. The, the, the only it kind of I mean Stephen Wolf's right there too, but. Um... He was my runner-up choice. Right. I had the same choices as you for the best as, as Hal and Lex, and I, I have to say I'm really enjoying running Lex, and. Part of the reason I enjoy running Lex is I'm really lazy when it comes to PvP, so I want the team that's going to get me out of there the fastest but still get me the win. And Lex does that for me. He's the only one that you can really run auto teams right now. And even those aren't... <clears throat> auto teams aren't very consistent at the moment, which is a good thing. But Lex is your only hope for that. So I, I agree with the... You know, I, I think... So I had my runner-up as Steppenwolf, but I think an argument can be made for Brainiac too. But one of the things that I find is actually I'm running Brainiac out of lead more than I'm running him in lead. Yeah, I used to never run him out of lead, but because before the Hal Jordan rework, Brainiac was, I ran him 90% of my teams. He was my leader. And then since the Hal rework, I ran Hal nonstop. And then now, now I'm switching out leaders pretty regularly, depending on the team I face. But you're right, Brainiac out of lead, especially if you've geared um, St. Walker. Brainiac out of lead with St. Walker is amazing. Yeah. So just to explain to the audience, uh, in case you're not familiar with the leader ability and the legendary upgrade for... Hal Jordan and Survival Suit Lex. So Hal Jordan's leader ability is apply one debuff immunity and 35% shield to all allies at the start of the battle. And then the legendary upgrade is apply an extra debuff immunity to all allies. And then for Survival Suit Lex, his uh, leader ability is all allies gain a medium overhill and two intelligence ups if buffed. And then the legendary is plus a 50% crit chance and 10% turn meter to all allies. And the reason I mention that hate is because, like, I think it, it's good to qualify why we think they're so good, right? And the debuff immunity on Hal Jordan, I mean, the shield is great, 35%. I mean, that's basically 35% more life, the way you can look at that. Yeah. And then uh, just the debuff immunity to start the game, it makes you immune to so many different debuffs like bleeds and stuns and you name it. And rage from Harley Quinn. Yeah, there's I mean there's just there's a slew of things. The I actually think that his apply his legendary upgrade almost is a detriment to him because of Wonder Girl. Um, really nobody else, but one extra debuff immunity. Most people that purge don't just purge one buff. So yeah. it's kinda of redundant. Yeah, it's kind of sad, too, that every ability has to be talked in qualification of Wonder Girl. Um, it's a sad truth, but um, it kind of... Because I'm like you, I, I'm not a big fan of Wonder Girl. I think it's she's too powerful for the game. Um, but that's maybe for another show. That is one reason I like Brainiac. Because Brainiac gives immunity to the team at the beginning of each ally's turn until that end of the allies turn. So all these characters, especially the Arcus being insane with his counterattacks, Wonder Girl, all the rest of them, he does give you that protection as a leader. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 
You know, the, the one thing I don't like about running HAL is, as I said, you know, I like to try to get in and get out of my PvP matches as fast as I can. It, he tends to be a, a slower grind as in relation to other leaders you can use. Would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah, I mean, he's he's slower. You're right. He, <clears throat> the matches tend to take longer. Um, Kage hated <laughs> the Hal Jordan meta because matches were longer. I yeah. kind of enjoyed it because mm -hmm. it made... You know, I, sometimes, certain days it did get frustrating because it's like, oh my gosh, these PvP matches take forever. And now I feel like we're going back to the speed crit meta with the Survival Suit Lex yeah. rework. But... Hal, I don't, I don't find myself bringing as often. If I see Harley Quinn MJ, I bring him every single time. But really, that's the only time I bring him now is Harley against Harley Quinn teams, and occasionally yeah. just for fun. But I was one of those last holdouts for uh, Deadshot hired gun, so Kage probably doesn't like me because I know he doesn't like folks who run him. <laughs> <laughs> but my attitude is, you keep running your Wonder Girl, and I'll keep running my Deadshot hired gun. She might see him come back with, yeah, St. Walker teams as they gain. Very prominence. true. That's a good point. Uh, so yeah, and then talking about Lex real quick, um, the the constant healing, providing intelligence ups to the team, uh, the fifty percent Chris chance and ten percent turn meter. Uh, I just don't know if it gets better than that. He's almost too good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he makes it so you can punch above your weight so easily. I mean, I've already seen some calls for a nerf. I don't think he's, like, to that level. He's no, easy to either. deal with. He just, he's so good. I, I would say my only complaint, and this is what I saw in, in the Siege, is that sometimes it seems like the only counter is another Lex team, and then it became all about who had the fastest character. I've actually been using Brainiac teams against Lex teams, and I find those to be pretty effective. Okay. But you do have to, because if they're allowed, if they get a heal or a turn, it's kind of game over. But Red Hood teams tend to work really well against them, too. That's true. Yeah, the one I've been enjoying running with Lex is I've been running uh, Survival Suit Lex, Owlman, um... Black Adam, and then I, I rotate out the fourth position between Reverse Flash and um, Castaway Green Arrow, depending upon what affinity I need. I I can get my, through my matches so fast with that team. I want speed. I'm running Flash because I rebirth them to rebirth five, That's four nuts. because of Lex. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of regret doing it just because he doesn't really fit most of my teams and whatnot, but. He's so good, especially under Lex, that he just goes crazy. Did you ever try him against Wonder Girl at RB5? Yeah, she can still nuke him. I mean, he will survive the whip one or two times, especially uh -huh. with Lex with the healing. But her and Black Adam and you know the heavy, super heavy hitting Blues can still yeah. one shot him, which is kind of sad. Well, why don't we move on to mystical uh, leaders and talk about who we think are the best there? And I'll let I'm gonna let you start with each one of these being you're the guest. Mama raised me right. <laughs> I think uh, Constantine is Constantine and Wonder Woman Pot are probably the two best ones, with the exception of I will put a big caveat that I think Saint Walker is gonna be the best mystical leader 
in the game, probably by a wide margin here soon. I'm so impressed with him, even at Legendary 1. Well, I think you and I have two of the three are the same. I, I had St. Walker and Wonder Woman, Princess of Themyscira, and I, I would put the same asterisk on St. Walker, which is, you know, we obviously don't have a lot of data on him yet, but he looks very good. Um, and I, I really like Wonder Woman, Princess of Themyscira. She was the one in my last episode with 2D Tron that I said was in most need of, don't mess with her kit, just give her the power creep upgrade. Uh, and I'd really like to see that with her. I don't even know if she needs it that much. I mean, she's still really good. I find that she still finds time, like she still makes appearances in Siege pretty frequently when you need to deal with certain things. Yeah. I think she, she has been a little left behind, but she's one of those characters that has still held her own better than most. Where some of these other characters you're looking at that used to be great, like Cheetah. Yeah. Just, you know, they're, the garbage they're just not that legends. good anymore. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, a couple honorable mentions. I really like Ares and Katana, especially Katana, but they just, you can't, because the other leaders are so good. Yeah. Like your Hal Jordans and your Lex, you just can't afford. I mean, you can make it work sometimes, but you're going to probably lose against a Lex team if you're running a Katana lead. You know, it's just not going to work. I agree. You know, the, uh, you mentioned uh, Constantine. One of the reasons I don't, I didn't pick Constantine is I tend to not be a fan of characters that are based on enemy death as a strong point, or not enemy death, teammate death as a strong point. So I never really invested in him for that reason. Well... I don't like. I wouldn't use him for that reason because getting three points versus six sucks. But <laughs> if you're a newer player or you're, you know, a low, like you, you only have a handful of gear elevens and you're getting the thirteen to twenty matches, getting one or two stars is fine because you're still getting thirteen to whatever sixteen points that's, or whatever it is that you get. True. So for them, for anybody else, you can punch way above your weight with Constantine. So he's still, I value him highly because of that. I do like him out of lead a lot more than I used to. So he's, you know, outside of leader. I think he's a very strong character. And I've liked him a whole heck of a lot with St. Walker. Yeah, that makes sense. So w when we were talking before recording, uh, one of the things we said was, I had asked you which, which uh, affinity you thought was the weakest. And uh, my inclination, and when I say which is the weakest, I mean weakest for the team leaders that are available. And I had said I thought it was mystical, and then you thought maybe it was the same thing, but then you began to question it. So why don't we, let's let's talk about that a little bit. It might be poking uh, something controversial, but uh, I still do think the mystical leaders are the weakest of the, the three. Probably, I think you're right. I'm looking at it, and I think you're right. I think Saint Walker. Saint Walker didn't exist. Like, if we didn't know that he's going to probably be really good, I would say hands down. White Leonard Sinestro is a pretty good leader. I do like him a lot. Um, he's one of the better ones. But once again, he were, two of the best their best leaders rely on allies dying. So if they ever fix the star system yeah. back to where at least it's just every man standing, I think um, White Leonard Sinestro would see a massive increase in I agree. usage. Yeah, and I think he'd become a really valuable turn, uh, team leader too. Um, I, yeah, I I think you're right. I just there's so many of them. And it's, I was 
when I took a stats class, we were always told to eliminate the outliers when comparing averages. So like even if you eliminate Rachel Ghoul, I still think that it's such a weak uh affinity for team leaders. Yeah. Uh relative to the other well, even two. like vixen has pretty bad i mean the 50 percent increased stamina is nice for her but it's it's i would say it's i mean it's worse than katana's it's worse than aries <clears throat> and that should be team-wide why couldn't you give your whole team 50 percent increased stamina i wouldn't even i still don't think she'd be a bottom tier leader but well and, and not to jump the gun you know. because we still need to talk about physical but uh I think the point you're making is for me part of a larger point, which is I don't understand team leader abilities that only benefit the character themselves uh, and provide nothing for their team. Uh, I don't get okay that. with it, but it needs to be really good, like worth doing. Where yeah. that that character is a powerhouse. Like Katana would be a good character for that. I I like the idea behind Katana's stealing all immunities and increased health. But it needs to be even more. Like she needs to do 110 percent more damage or something. Like something really, really potent. And, and that's the problem, right? Is that I don't know of an instance where they've created one uh, that's so good that it's worth it being that selfish. He did once upon a time, and his name was Deathstroke. <laughs> that's true. <right? laughs> All right, point and taken. It went badly, so that's probably why they haven't done it again. <laughs> Maybe so, but that's a point well taken. <laughs> and I, you know, and I, you could argue that Constantine is another version of Deathstroke. Yeah, he really is. I mean, actually, Constantine was probably the one they did it right. I mean, it's they it, if they they could they should do something like a Constantine or like a Deathstroke that maybe doesn't rely on deaths. Yeah, you know, rely on something else. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's hit physical um, and who we think are the best physical uh, leaders in the game. And again, I'll let you uh, start. I think this one's a lot easier. We have a couple good choices. We have Red Hood, and personally, I would say Red Hood and Hired Gun Deadshot are obvious. Just best. And then you have pretty good runner-up with uh, Batgirl, Atrocitus, and EAGA is pretty good too, even though he's fallen off. Yeah. Well, you have yeah. the exact yeah, ones that I yeah. have, which is I have Red Hood, Deadshot, and Batgirl. And um, Red Hood and Deadshot are just—I mean, they're—they're they're amazing characters. So. so, just real quick for the audience, um, for Deadshot, the uh, leader ability is all allies gain plus twelve percent crit chance, and that carries through the whole match. And then the legendary upgrade is all allies gain plus one hundred percent crit chance on their first turn. Uh, which is just unbelievable. Uh, getting to be able to get a guaranteed crit on every uh, first character. Unless, of course, you're facing a character that starts their team with crit immunity like uh, Aquaman, King of Atlantis. Or awareness from Donna Troll. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's, is it technically still a crit? Just nobody sees it like a tree that falls in the woods that nobody hears? If you're a newer player, Hired Gun Deadshot should be... You get him early, gear him, love him, take him up. He will serve you well. I agree. He's my only Rebirth 2 character. Actually, I uh, haven't used him. I can't even tell you the last time I've used him, but if you have a limited roster, he can carry your team. I agree. 
And then for Red Hood, uh, the legendary, or excuse me, the team leader ability is when an enemy dies, apply one buff immunity and turn meter down uh, by 50% on all enemies. And then the legendary upgrade is also steal two buffs from each enemy to random allies. And speaking of Deathstroke, uh, anybody who was playing the game back then knows that Red Hood was the initial answer to Deathstroke. So some folks felt like the nerf to Deathstroke was also a nerf to Red Hood because, well, he was supposed to be the counter to that. Did him right with his rework, so they made it a-okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think his rework was one of the best that they've done of any rework. Those ones I almost took to re uh, Rebirth 3. During his during when he was a bonus character during Siege, and I kind of still wish I would have because I have so many energy rebirths and he's just so strong. And when he's a high rebirth level, his AOE wipes out Mystics. I mean, they just wipe out. Do you um do you have him rebirthed? No, I don't. I have the shards to rebirth him three, but uh, I he's one of my rebirthed characters. I really like uh, using him. Although I, I've fallen on the Lex train too much as of late. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of experimenting again with teams that work against Lex because as much as I like Lex and I'm tempted to take him to Rebirth Five, I have the shards. Is that he? Uh, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I almost feel like it's almost cheesy, like a, you know, that cheese win character that we're gonna get sick of six months from now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it. I, I that could be the case with Lex too. Well, I mean, with Lex, not Red Hood. Oh, oh, okay. Red Hood is an answer to that. Like Red Hood and Saint Walker, I think are going to be one of those two that are going to be the answer unless somebody comes out that you know is a counter that we're not aware of right now. Well, the counter I'm using to Lex teams right now is I'm using Ultraman because if I can get that um, uh, buff immunity on the other team fast enough, they can't benefit from Lex's leader ability. Yeah, but the turn meter still. The turn meter is what really makes Lex so True. potent. Well, do they get it if they're not buffing? Um, you know, I think you're right, but I think well, see, the problem is is that Lex can clear the buff immunity with his buff. Oh yeah, is what you'll see, and Wonder Girl does too. So, two of the most common character, you know, with Wonder Girl's almost on every team, and then if if assuming you kill her soon enough. He sometimes will still cast it on turn two and get rid of it. Yeah, that was the frustrating thing about Wonder Girl 2 is when I started using Ultraman to put the buff immunity on them. When she does her twirly move in the air, um, it actually removes the debuff immunity first, then applies the strength ups. And gives them the turn meter up, yeah, because she doesn't do enough. <laughs> yes, another way she found to annoy me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we had some other questions for discussion and one of the ones I had written was uh, what is the worst team leader ability out there it has to be joker damage good I mean it's just so bad <laughs> I was looking through them and I was trying to find something worse and I just can't I mean 36% chance to gain one crit chance up and or one affinity power up both of those aren't that good and you no. only have a 30% chance to do it. And it's further gated by you have to do a critical hit to get it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> let me throw terrible. one at you for maybe we can debate. Because I actually believe Cyborg Supermans is the worst. 
And the reason I believe it's the worst is, number one, it only benefits him. And at least we could argue that Joker damaged goods benefits everyone. Whereas, And then the other thing for Cyborg Superman, um, and, and let me just read what, it's, what his uh, ability is. Uh, so gain 10% shield when a teammate does damage on their turn. And then once per battle, this is the legendary upgrade, once per battle when Cyborg... Superman has less than 100% HP. He gains 50% shield and 50% turn meter. So I get that the the turn meter is on the damage is good, but a one-time shield and uh, turn meter boost seems pretty lame to me. Not a great leader, but I still I actually don't think it's I actually think it's one of the better ones in comparison to a, several of these because that 10% shield when a teammate does damage. Especially if you have a fast team, it does add up fairly quickly. Okay. So at yeah. least he's staying shielded. I mean, he, the only thing is, is he doesn't really need it because he's so tanky that you don't even <laughs> you don't even see people getting hit anyway. So, but if you had I a mean, choice very... between running him in lead or running him just and choosing another leader, wouldn't you run him out of lead? Oh yeah, ninety percent of the time. But if I want to run three characters that don't have leaders. You're gonna throw him as a leader just to gain the shield. I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty crappy, but I'd still I'd take that over damage goods because fair enough. You'll never gain the crit chance up. You'll never gain the affinity power up, which affinity power up does close to nothing. There's quite a few bad ones out here. I mean, Robbins isn't great. Why do you want your teammates to go invisible? Nightwings is pretty bad too. Yeah, I mean. The AI, it's not terrible, but his basic doesn't do much. No, and only a 30% <laughs> chance. Um, Seem, seems pretty low. Yeah, there's there's not... there's. <clears throat> I mean, the rest of them aren't too bad. Like, Wonder Woman DOJs would be pretty good if she could take a hit. Razo Ghouls is really bad, too. Really <laughs> bad. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> Have to get critically hit, which all you're almost certainly going to die. <laughs> to silence the if person. you're still alive, we'll give you uh, or agility downs. Which agility downs? I mean, unless you're doing like eight of them, it doesn't do you much. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but you know, I actually when, like um, Gina's, but hers, I don't. I think it's bugged and hasn't worked for like a year. Who's that? Cheetahs. Oh, really? 45% chance to gain 40% turn meter if damaging or bleeding. Uh, and then you can also gain one strength up if damaging a bleeding target. So, I mean, it's not bad. No. It's just... I think the way they would it, fix that is simply increasing the chance of it happening. Yeah, make it 75% or 85 yeah. or 100%. That would be awesome. Yeah, she'd be really strong if they did that. You know, the other one we mentioned is uh, Batgirl, who I, I do think is, a, as much as I hate to admit it because I hate evade characters, she is a very good team leader. She's very good, yeah. Um, so how about, so I always I always started with worst team leader ability because I'm Bizarro and, I would you know, most people would start with best. So let's go to what we think is the best team leader ability. <clears throat> oh, that's tough. I would say probably Lex right now. He's probably the king of leaders at the moment. Um, just because he just does so much. And the nice thing is, even for new players, you can get Lex pretty quick. 
there's so many nodes to farm him. Um, I think close, close runner-up is probably Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Really? I, I would have said Deadshot. Um, I guess it depends on your level of play. If you're an, um, a newer player or you have a limited roster, I would agree. Hired Gun Deadshot would probably be your next best leader. If uh, you know you have a max roster, Hal Jordan's probably the next best in my mind. Yeah. Because I think he answers more problems. Gun Deadshot's more, you know. Yeah, and the obvious Q-Q. caveat for the audience is, of course, that it's situationally based depending on who you're playing, but we're just trying to compare what we think, which one we think brings the most to the table on average overall. Yeah, I've, they're, they're close. I mean, they're, they're definitely close. I'd say Red Hood's right there, too. I mean, he's he's so good. So the the next ton, one... But next, I, I should. Sorry, what did you say? I find I don't use him a ton, but every time I use him, I think, oh, I should use this guy more. The um, the next question we were that I had and I, this was one I added a little later was um, if you could create a team leader ability what would it be something that's not in the game that you'd like to see I don't I mean because this doesn't exist in game at the moment well I have two different ones I kind of given this some thought it doesn't necessarily have to be a team leader but it, because it's so powerful it could be a team leader is a team leader ability that makes it so that when another character gains turn meter up, you gain some kind of advantage. Ah, it's kind of like what you would you hope Jay Garrick would do because when I first read Jay Garrick's kit, I thought he was going to be amazing because he was going to steal all this turn meter, but then he doesn't actually steal much of it because passives can't cancel passives, all that stuff. Right. So I was thinking um, something that where if a character gains turn meter, you gain overheal or you gain strength ups or intelligence ups. I had problem with buffing is freaking wonder girl, but you know, or if another, maybe it could debuff the character when they gain turn meter and it would be a team leader ability. Right. That makes sense. I like that. Very potent. So that's an idea. And then my other idea would be an anti kind of like an anti buff character where you turn at the start of battle, you turn buffs into bleeds or something you know turn strength ups in the bleeds or something along those lines where it's kind of like a you turn zero character that this these characters buff and then you do something to those buffs right Maybe a little much though i like both of those ideas i i think i like the first one especially um the two that i would do um the first one i mentioned to you uh before we were recording was I'd like to see a team leader ability that uh, that the character themselves can't miss and that their teammates can't miss for their first turn. And I had said that I thought this actually should have been Suicide Squad Deadshot's um, team leader ability because it would have fit the kit. But just something that's a, a, a counter to all the evasion characters out there. I would have loved to see that. I kind of feel like evasion's on its last legs as it is, so it's not as needed as it would have been but suicide squad deadshot would it, it would have been perfect for him i mean that that would have been perfect and then the, the other one i'd like to see is and hopefully i can describe this correctly is uh, a team leader ability that that allows to counter uh passive attacks so anything that's a passive attack like wonder girl's whip steppenwolf's aoe that can be triggered passively 
Terra's move that can be triggered passively, anything that is an attack that could be countered with another attack. To basically say you can't use these uh, passive counters, all uh, passive that damage moves. Yeah, that would be a good idea for a team leader, a passive, where it shuts down passives. I don't know how they could make it so it's just attacks. That would be. I'm not sure how they could code that because Brainiac kind of does that. I think. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want it to be all passives because that'd be too much. But just damage move passives. I like that idea. I'm not sure how they do it. But I like that idea. Another idea I just thought of while we were talking about this would be if you had a character that's basically. The character that does almost no damage, but their their job is to be a control character like a Poison Ivy or a Riddler style. Um, but where they uh, they do instead of giving themselves a turn zero taunt, they give the rest of your team a turn zero taunt. <laughs> that would be pretty interesting. So they're protected, and then they have all these controly stuns or you know a bunch of different stuff that they do that you want to get rid of them early. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. close to Constantine, right? Because he's almost invisible the entire time. Yeah, it's kind of like invisibility, but instead of invisibility, you're giving your team taunt. Right. And, you know, kinda if you fun. did that, you could actually combine that with uh, Eclipso because uh, then Eclipso can put the hit chance downs if they attack anybody else besides Eclipso, and you've got the taunt on everybody else. I do really like what they're doing now with adding more and more really good leaders because it felt like we had just one good leader at a time it yeah. felt like for a long period of time and now we've had a whole bunch in the last several months and it really diversifies the game. When, you know, let's, so this that kind of is a natural segue into the next question I had and I don't know if this will be controversial or not but are team leader abilities a thing of the past given that many characters have abilities that benefit their whole team? I don't think so because the cup the I would say we have a good six or seven team leaders that are extremely good. And that's that's a it's better than I mean you have you have to run one of those team leaders. If you don't, your team's at such a disadvantage. I mean yeah. I guess you don't have to, but you're at a huge disadvantage by not doing that. I agree. Yeah, and I I mean, I guess the question was more, uh, you know, is, is team leader simply a gating for some of these abilities that could be uh, simply passive abilities for the character? Well, that was kind of, I was lobbying hard for a long period of time that Wonder Girl's whip ability should be gated by team lead. That's not a bad idea. She'd be perfect. I mean, she, you'd have to use her as a team leader. She'd still be extremely good. You'd still use her all the time. Yeah. But she couldn't just be slotted into every team to yeah. wreak havoc on everyone. And, and that's my big beef with Wonder Girl is just how team after team after team that I'm facing has her there. And it just, it becomes very redundant. And that's where if she had, a, if that was a team lead ability, you'd bust her out when you're facing heavy buff teams. You'd use her <clears> like you use other leaders against teams that are a problem for certain things yeah that makes sense to me the other thing i don't you know not to get too off track but I, the other thing i don't understand is why silence and invisibility are not gates for that passive ability of wonder girls to work um but anyway that's on another thing so is there anything you complain? We... they're like hey mail comes on your show and you complain about wonder girl <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm trying to stop myself from doing it too because yeah, I've, I'll go I've been on a rant. Hard. Yeah. 
Um, I try not to rant on my show. I do that enough in my in real life. So, uh, is there anything we haven't covered that we should about team leaders? Um, did you want to get into just a little bit on Saint Walker since we mentioned him a few times? But we sure. Really talked yeah, about we can talk directly. about him because he's exciting. So I'll just I'll uh, let me just read off his uh, leader abilities real quick. So the 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 one that he comes stock with is uh, while Saint Walker is alive. Allies gain 20% strength, intelligence, agility, and stamina. Green Lanterns gain an extra 5% of each. And then the legendary upgrade is at the beginning of each of their turns. Allies gain 10% shield. Green Lanterns gain an extra 5% shield. <clears throat> now, ability, I have, you don't see it. But sorry, go ahead. I said you don't see that ability, but when you use them, you feel it. Have you have you experimented with him, with him enough? Because I I have mine at level seventy, gear eleven, and I only have that. This is the only legendary upgrade I have so far, so I I don't feel like I can speak too you know well to how he's doing. Although I did run him a couple times. What's your initial thought on him? That's what impressed me the most about him because I'm, with the exception of I took him to eighty, is I'm only legendary one. Actually, the rollover happened before we started this podcast, so he'll be the Legendary 2 tonight, which is really, I think, all he needs, because you really just need this, and then you need his, um, the call assist, I can't remember which Legendary it is, I think it's his 2. Yeah, I think it's 2. And he already, he gets, I mean, the legend, the leader ability is fantastic, and the fact that he gives the shield makes it so that you can run Brainiac off lead, and he gets the shield right away, so he has a stun immediately. Yeah. You can run Hal Jordan, same thing. Alan Scott, same thing. Penguin, same thing. So those are all good. But it, the extra stats, I've just noticed that, uh, you know, all our complaints about Wonder Girl, she doesn't nuke down your team anymore. Huh. Your your characters really feel heavy. And a Legendary 1 character usually, especially Mystic, usually they died in physical so easily. But he holds his own. Like, he can take a hit. Yeah. Yeah, but, I noticed uh, that too I, when I ran mine. He feels like Wonder Woman Pot. You know how tanky she is against physicals. He kind of has that same vibe that he can he can take some pretty heavy hits. Because normally, I would, in fact, or just a little while ago, earlier today, I was running against a team that had a rebirth, Castaway Green Arrow. He usually nukes your Mystics down. And he took a kick right to the face like a champ had half his life still. Do you feel like the 20% so, bonus is noticeable? I do. I really do. Yeah, I felt like I noticed it. Um, like I said, I've only run a, a handful of matches with him, but I did feel like I noticed it. Um, and, you know, I, I only have Rebirth 1 characters. I know some of the other heavy hitters out there go higher. So for me, you know, even when I was running some of my Rebirth characters with him, I, I felt like there was a big difference. Then not just his leader. I mean, his leader's great. But the rest of his kit is so good. I mean, those call assists, he call, he can call a ton of assists. Yeah, in and fact, I, I want to run basic, him with a Lex lead. I've, um, the boy has him Rebirth 1 already, and he... Actually, he might be Rebirth 2. I think he needs crystals. But he can take him to Rebirth 4. <laughs> He's a freaking That's maniac. Nuts. But he, um, <laughs> and he, he, when the event ends, he'll have him Rebirth 5. 
as soon as he has the crystals to do it. But he, he, he had written he me the other off. day asking me for my uh, emojis because he liked my emojis. <laughs> I, I had to hold my tongue about the, all the pieces that he bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, but he was running them off lead, and he's actually pretty good off lead. I mean, he doesn't do much damage, right. very low damage, but. If he had too much damage, we'd be complaining about him like Wonder Girl. So yeah. I think he's they did him they did him right. He has a lot of dan or a lot of abilities. That purge five buffs is huge. It works really well against Lex teams because you can get rid of all those crazy buffs that they just got. Yeah, and then the cost this because his basic. And I know some people are saying that his basic's bugged, but it's really not because it's baked into his core ability. It's not a legendary upgrade, so it's not a passive. It's not a passive ability. It's part of his basic so he can call that assist off himself I didn't so know you'll see that. extra calls of assists um, like when you're using it's funny because you'll see like well, I was using Connor Kent he attacked four times one of the times because his basic will double hit so if wow. he calls himself as an assist he can call another assist so it's one of the things that I wanted to see have you seen if he if he were to stun an entire atrocitus team could Killer Frost throw her spear four times think it will i think it will only do it once okay. well actually can do it twice because she can make her she can do it again herself but okay i don't know that's a good thing i gotta test that because i i've done <laughs> it with hawk girl and i don't remember ever seeing it do it more than twice so okay i was just curious I, actually one of the teams i plan to test do you guys quickly. have plans for a um i know you did the one video on saint walker are you guys gonna do are you gonna do your own review of him in by his packs so it's going to be a little yeah i will do one but i it'll be a little while from now okay. because right. i want to have his stun i plan to take his two next just because i for siege purposes i want to have the um the call assist but the third ability i'm taking is his enraged stun so as soon as i have him legendary three i'll probably do a video on him but my one of my New Year's resolutions was to not go so insane all the time. So, <clears throat> which my not insane is probably ridiculous to most people, but that means only buying the 10 siege rebirth token packs and then one pack per month. So it's, right. But that I might even have to give up those rebirth crystals because that's so much money. Well, I mean, but, I can kind of understand to a degree because, I mean, I have uh, listeners who've requested, you know, that I do a review of. Uh, him or um parallax and i'm like well look i'm not a whale i can't i can't spend every month to uh, you know uh, i'll certainly take donations if people want exactly <laughs> if they want me to do a review but i can't i don't have that kind of money <laughs> i was doing um i was doing like two or three of the freebie and then sometimes i'd get one of the other and then i'd still get the rebirth crystal packs and then whatever else popped up during the month and that's just it it's out of control. Like that's just too much for a mobile game. I was like, at okay, least this, you recognize I, you have a problem. Forward, that's the first gotta, step towards healing. I gotta, especially because I mean, there's really there's no end game content other than siege. So when at Kage shows, you don't have to have a max roster to compete. Right. So they really give us something worth. I mean, all my characters are eighty. They're all gear eleven, with the exception of my intentional slow gear characters. So there's really no reason for me to keep going so insane. Well, I um, I want to thank you for coming on and uh, doing this with me. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, uh, I'm sure my audience will appreciate it too. 
thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You've got a great show going. We will uh, make sure we have you on our show again here in the near future. Maybe we'll do your wheel of questions that I enjoy so much. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. And uh, if you enjoyed the video, please uh, give it a like. I would always say dislike, but then people would probably really do that. Um, and then uh, if you haven't already say that, say it again. I was laughing. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then uh, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. And uh, please check out WROL Broadcast and their content as well. And I won't see you next time.